Hi, everybody. I'm here with Marshall Taylor at the American Association of Suicidology Conference. And Marshall's a junior at Randolph-Macon College. And this year, he's really going to be presenting to the AAS conference about some work around Greek life and suicide prevention. And that caught our eye, and we really wanted to learn more about your work. So welcome, Marshall. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Great. So um, as we always do, uh, we want to hear a little bit about yourself and why you're interested in this work and specifically college-age suicide prevention. Okay. Um, well, I'm interested in college-age suicide prevention because I'm a college student. Um, but uh, specifically in um, the Greek life area, this started last year at last year's conference when I started realizing I should probably start working on this year's around that time. And when I decided to... Uh, look up Greek life and suicide prevention because a friend of mine had suggested it, I realized there's no research, no research whatsoever. Um, very little um, is out there about it. I think the most I found was a Huffington Post article. Um, so I realized this is something that needs to be talked about, and so I started, started working towards getting this presentation ready. We'd love to hear more about it because I don't think we know much about Greek life and suicide prevention. But we do know a fair amount about college and suicide and college-age students and suicide. What can you tell us about this, and how does that make this such an important topic for you? I think with uh, college-aged and suicide prevention, uh, you, have a, you have a good demographic. I think that's, that's why college-age students are so good to study is because they're all clustered together, and it's all a pretty good, good range of ages and all that. And... I think that makes it a an absolute pool of information for any researcher. I mean, you know, you have college psychology students who can do the work for you if you need it, you know. Um, but what I think is really important is that um, it's all research is taken seriously. And I don't think, you know, if the research is done by a college student, it's not taken as seriously from what I can tell, um, even on a college campus when a, you know, a thesis, senior thesis goes out to in an email maybe 10 people reply out of you know the 1500 people about on my campus so you know you don't typically get a serious response when talking about college age students and i think i think greek life presents its own challenge researching greek life is um you know i'm personally not involved in greek life but i am it's so in, ingrained in a college campus and so many of my friends are in greek life um that I think it's taken even less seriously as far as as far as research. I don't think they really want, you know, oh, why should I research, you know, this group of people when I can just generalize it to a whole po college population. Mm -hmm. And what do we know about suicide among uh, students in college? I mean, because they're the future. College-age students, we are the future of every part of this country, every part of the world. We are the we're going into the workforce. We're starting to um, come into our own. We're coming into fill in the gap between you know the last generation and the net and the one behind us. We are that. We are the generation that is going to do the next thing, whatever that next thing is. We're the ones that are going to be doing it. Um, and I think if you if you're not researching suicide amongst the group of people who are the next generation the next real working generation and why why they are uh dying by suicide then i don't think you will be able to understand them later if you don't understand them now there's no point in trying to understand them later well that's a great segue 
into what we do know and what we are understanding through some of the research that you're doing at Randolph-Macon. Tell us a little bit about what's going on. A real gusto that college students have to research these things is because it affects their everyday lives. You know, the reason, um, you know, every about every year there's a presentation or a uh, an email that goes out about a depressed sur- uh, surveyed about depression from uh, the psych department in like a senior research project is because it affects college students' lives. And it's, I think that's the main reason you want to research suicide in a college-aged group and specifically Greek life is it because it affects their lives. It affects um, college students' lives every day. Um, you know, there's suicides all around the country in college campuses. And I think it's important to get to the heart of it because if you don't get to the heart of it, then these people are, aren't going to be making something of themselves like they are in college. I think they're going to be going into the world and, you know, they'll have experienced suicide. And if we don't address that, if we don't tell them, hey, this is what's going on, here's how to help people, which is what I want to do with the Greek life and suicide prevention, you know, t- tell people how to help their peers. If you don't talk to these people about how to help their peers, they're not going to know how to do it later in life. I think this is such a stage where people are learning so much that anything they learn, they're taking in. You know, they are sucking up like a sponge anything they they really learn. So what are some advice that you would offer to a college student if they do notice uh, some warning signs in their friend or they are worried about someone? Definitely your college should have a counseling center. If they don't, they have an administration at the very least. So contact one of those two uh, centers. Um, Even the smallest of colleges have a counseling center. So the counseling center is definitely something to reach, you know, have your friend reach out to. Say, hey, here's their email. Why don't you email them and talk to them about this? Um, Provide your own – provide resources. Um, There is always always the hotline 1-800-273-TALK. Um, the crisis text line, 741-741. Um, you know, if they're in a specific community, there's always numbers for those. There's a trans lifeline, and there's the Trevor Project for the LGBT community. Um, and just encourage your peers to reach out for help. You know, they're reaching out to you. That means they want to reach out to somebody. They're going to want to reach out to somebody else. So I think it's important to get your peers to reach out. Very good advice there. And um, can you go into a little bit more detail what's your presentation um, covering this year? Okay, so uh, the presentation is obviously uh, on Greek life and suicide prevention. And what we aim to do is get people in the audience to, A, understand that Greek life is worthy of research, and two, that Greek life can be a place where prevention happens. Um, You know, it's, you know, there are, there, there's a reason fraternities and sororities are brotherhoods and sisterhoods. It's because they are so close-knit and they all have each other's backs. And so I think when you look at prevention and you look at Greek life, they, go, they should be going hand-in-hand. Hand. You know, when you look at Greek life and you look at suicide prevention, they should be going hand-in-hand hand because Greek life members are so well-connected with each other that if they have the resources, if they have the, uh, the skills, the abilities to see warning signs and to help out someone who's showing warning signs, we could cut down on so much of, of college suicide because 
you know, at my campus, I believe it's a number around 60% are in Greek life. That 60% of a college population that you can disseminate information to and that can help their peers. So I think that's really the two big things is that it's worthy of research and it is a place prevention can happen. I really like the way you said that it's a place where prevention can happen and kind of uh, utilize the social networks that are in place and the connectedness, the community there, and just give some resources, share some knowledge so that folks can help out their uh, brothers and sisters in the fraternity life. So you've done a great job of explaining, you know, why it's important, why you want to get researchers involved in Greek life and suicide prevention. Tell us a little bit about the panel itself. Uh, the panel itself is uh, I'm myself and moderating. Uh, we have Dr. Brian Kesar, uh, who is the uh, a counselor at Montana State University and is actually the live-in advisor for uh, the Fraternity Sigma Phi Epsilon. Um, so uh, when he's, his card was presented to me when I was thinking about doing this, I thought it would be perfect. Um, and then I have a, uh, a man named Brock Wagehoft, who is a Phi Kappa Psi, uh, which is a fraternity, and then Lauren Cabell, who her, she is in Zeta Tau Alpha. So I have one fraternity, one sorority, um, a psychologist who is involved with Greek life, and then myself. Okay, and what are they going to kind of talk about? I think the two members of Greek life are really important to this panel, not only because it's a panel about Greek life, but because that they have their own experiences and their own um, reasons for wanting to be here. And they have, they're unique in that they aren't involved in suicide prevention as much as most everybody else at this conference is that they have an, ex they have experiences um, and they're also in Greek life, and they want to sh they want to combine those two things. So I think it's really important that we have um, two people who really know what they're talking about as far as Greek life. Well, one other thing I wanted to touch on today is your work at AAS around social media. And, uh, of course, we always want to give out a shout-out to the SPSM, Suicide Prevention Social Media Community. Um, just give us a little uh, preview into what you're going to be doing here at conference this year. Um, so our social media team is mainly based around um, going to panels, papers, presentations, uh, you know, all the research that's going on here, all the amazing stuff that's going on at this conference and disseminating it through the community. Um, because, you know, when everybody presents their awesome stuff here, that's great, but it's staying here and maybe back to their peers at their universities or their or their offices or what have you, but when you post it on social media, it can go everywhere. You know, people that aren't going to be here, but that care about this topic, care enough to look look for it on social media. So I think using social media is a great, plat great way to get all this information out because there's so much here that is so useful to so many people, and I think social media is a great way to get people to see all the wonderful work because people put a lot of work into what they do here, and I think just members of the association that happen to get to conference there's so many more people that could appreciate all this work well marshall it's been a pleasure having you on today and again kind of opening our mind a little bit to how we can use greek life for effective suicide prevention do you have any closing remarks before we let you go today um i think i think what i would want to close with is that um planting the seed of suicide prevention in these greek organizations can have impacts um, generations and generations ahead of time because these people keep these connections, you know. Um, people, you know, come to my campus that were 
Kappa Sigmas in the 1960s. You know, so it's a connection that you these people almost always have for the rest of their life. So I think plant, planting the seed of suicide prevention now will benefit us tenfold, a hundredfold in the future. All right, great. Well, um, and just one final question. How can folks reach out to you if they want to learn more about your work or get in touch with you with any questions after this uh, podcast? I do have a few social media. Uh, the best one to reach me at that I will actually notice it is LinkedIn. Um, or my email is uh, marshman503 at gmail.com. Um, just, you know, send a sensible email. And uh, I usually usually respond to those pretty quickly. And uh, if you need my LinkedIn information, I'm pretty sure it's public. But if you need it, just email me and I can get you the link. 